Hello, welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you've tuned in today. I pray that the message uh, will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Again, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. Come on, as elder comes up, lift up your hands and worship the Lord. Come on and lift up your hands and worship the Lord for all he has done. For everything the Lord has done. We're not thinking about things that we don't have or he hasn't done in our eyes, but for all the Lord has done, let's worship him. Light, health, and strength. A mind to do right. Come on and worship it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord. We thank you this morning for your praise. We thank you, Lord. For who you are in our life, Lord. We thank you this morning, Lord, for another time of fellowship. We worship you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah! Can somebody shout another big Well, we thank God this morning. For referencing the Holy Spirit this morning through the time of praises, through the time of reading the Word of God, through the time of shouting and holding noise in this place, Lord. Father, we say thank you, Lord. And it is time for us to reference those that God has given us in our time. Amen. You may please be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated far above present politics and power. Hallelujah. And so at this time, we want to reference our bishop and our mother, Bishop and Lady Johnson. We want to say God bless you for what the Lord is doing uh, through you. We want to say God bless you. And we want to thank God for the elders and the minister in the church. We want to say God bless you. Uh, for being the, the Joshua and Aaron lifting out of Bishop Hams, you know, as in continuing the work of God. And also to our wonderful praisers, we want to say, may the Lord continue to anoint your lips as you touch life through the ministering of songs. Hallelujah. Our technical team making sure that everything is in place. We want to say God bless you. And God bless you, wonderful, uh, wonderful uh, T.O.P. family. Amen? Amen? We want to say God bless you. And again, a happy independent. Amen? We want to thank God. Thank you for this country. We pray that the Lord will continue to, to lead and guide wisdoms upon the leaders in this place as the lead nation in the path in which God wants for the nation to be. Amen. 
Where, as we read our scripture uh, today, one of the familiar scripture, uh, but for those of us who are not here, we just want to read it again. And let's read Romans chapter 4, verses 2. And it said, Do not confirm any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. Let us bow. And so, Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for your word. We thank you this morning for another fellowship. Lord, I refuse to speak of my own, that you Holy Spirit will speak through me, Lord. Father, that know your word never comes and return void, but always accomplish that which is have been sent for. Father, that know there is a word here today for somebody here and online, Lord. And so, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for touching, for blessing somebody. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I disappeared and you would appear, Lord. Thank you for anointing my lips. That, Lord, you would give me the enablement to speak clearly to the hearing of your people. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. And so from our word, our rare want to speak to you today on the topic, renewing the mind. This is a familiar voice, a passage of scripture that we have heard many times. And perhaps maybe it's one of the messages that I will be preaching today. But one thing that I know that the word of God never gets old. Whenever it comes, it has a purpose. So I believe, what have you heard the verse or message many times, but I believe that there's a word for someone here and online today, and there's a purpose for this word today. Amen? That's why Bishop always encourage us, you know, to, to go back and then review or reinstate it in the previous messages over and over because the word of God never gets old. It's always renewing and nourish our spirit, man. Amen. So uh, allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you uh, and hear what the Lord want us to learn or one or two things to take from today's scripture. Hallelujah. Before them... I would like to give a little background of the book of Romans. So the book of Romans is the foundation to all teachings on the spiritual life of believers. It answers to the question of how to be delivered from sin, how to live a balanced life on grace, and how to live the victorious a Christian life through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
So today, church, we today, church, we will be uh, hearing something about our spiritual life as believer or Christian and sin. And so, considering our passage today, it has to do with Christian duties and living a surrounded life, meaning. To further discharge the responsibility towards God and society, we need to totally give our life to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And I want to thank God. Thank you for uh, the many Christians, believers, who have given their life to Jesus. And those who are here to do it want to say uh, the power of God is still at work. Amen. So the Apostle Paul, in his time, and today, the Word of God is still telling you and I to do things or live any longer the way we used to live. But instead, we, the way we used to live, and when we're not born again, but uh, the Bible commands us to change from our former old way of life, start, and renewed. By changing our mind. And I pray today the Holy Spirit is renewing or in a new direction. Amen. In a new dimension. Amen. So now the question is. Why should a Christian. You know. Be living. Their former life. And we are supposed. To be living the life of Christ. Remember, the Apostle Paul was not addressing unbelievers, but he was addressing the church. If it holy, God filled church. That's the church that, that the, Paul, the Apostle Paul was addressing, turning and to renew their mind. So then, what happened? So the Apostle Paul was addressing the Jewish Christian. The Jewish Christian and the Gentile Christian who were in serious disagreement, yet they were believers. The Jewish Christian could not condone with the, the, the Gentile Christian. The Jewish, as we know, they all believe that they are choosing people of God. And so if Anyone who is coming to the family of God, a UMI, who consider the Gentile, you know, they think that we have to follow or have to follow their traditions and custom. You know, and so for that reason, they were looking down upon the Gentile Christian who had their own way of life before coming to the family of God. So these were the issues that were arising in the church and they were causing serious problems. And for that reason, the apostle, needed, the apostle Paul needed a solution. And he began to address them that day we have to renew our mind. Because when we come to Christ, there's a new way of life that we have to adopt. Like we have today. In our churches, 
You know, some men might even look down upon your friend maybe because they feel that they can pray and then the whole bedding is vibrating. So you look down and then you feel that they are not spiritual enough. Some people even question, uh, they, they even question uh, your salvation because maybe you can't speak in tongues. So all of those things, you know, they are happening in the church. And so if our mind is renewed, we will look at the purpose for which God has called us and not to look at the standard of which men are placed you know, set out in, you know, in place. Hallelujah. So this was the situation in the church. And this reminds me about uh, a missionary lecturer at the time. I was back in Africa in college. And then uh, she said to us, this is a time for us to engage as a young, you know, minister in training to talk about some of these hard topics. So we said, what is that? She said, where she come from? She from the state. You know, that even up to this time, a particular church, which I'm not going to mention, that even up to this time in a particular state, that people, they are same believer, the same church, same faith, but they cannot worship on a one roof because of the skin of color. And when she said that, you know, it doesn't make any sense to me. So I didn't really take it serious. And that was the first time I heard the word white church and black church. And so after she said that weeping, and then all these years, leadership tried. And yet still, things are still the way it is. And, you know, she was encouraging us. As a young minister, she said, those things can drive you from your calling. So it is important to know, you know, the things that the church, you know, some of the, the things that the church is facing. And as I said, this, these are believers. But why they could not worship on a one roof because of skins of color? It didn't make any sense. Until I came to the state and I realized these topics, they are very sensitive. So that I began to see where she come from, you know. But that should not be the case as a Christian. That's why the apostle Paul was telling the Jewish Christian and that of the Gentile Christian for them to live in harmony as long as they have come together on a one roof on our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is the unity of our Lord Jesus Christ. The unity in the body of Christ. So as you can see Things happen in the church, but we need not to give it. And that's why the Apostle Paul said we need to renew our mind. And he was searching for a solution. And I want to say to you that we have the solution. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn to your neighbor say we have the solution. 
We have the solution. And the solution is, is for the church to live. It's for the church to be a spiritual-minded church. Because if the church, it is, if the church it is spiritual-minded, we will not consider all of those things. But we will be looking at things that are above. Hallelujah. And this is the position that the apostle Paul won for the church to be. Hallelujah. And so we pray today that the Holy Spirit will help us as we renew our mind in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit to live the life that Christ has set before us. So that's a little background of the book of Romans. And now I want for us to go into our message. Hallelujah. First of all, I want for us to consider two or key words here. The word renews and mind. Renew means to begin again after a pause or an interruption. To bring back into a good position. And mind is that aspect of a person that makes them able to be aware of things, to think and to feel our consciousness. And so whatever we do, good or bad, I want to let you know that we are aware of our actions. We are very much of our, aware of our actions, of our deeds, and we think about it, and we do it. But may the God help us as we renew our mind today. Can somebody say amen? amen? The Lord is bringing us back into a good condition of our thoughts, of our perceptions, about our feelings, about our way of doing things. Hallelujah. So if you are here, and all that you think about is, is, is all negativity, you don't think uh, any good thing about yourself or other people around you or your environment. I want to let you know that the Lord is bringing you back into the position that he wants you to be. Can I hear amen? So he's bringing us back. And how? Through the renewing of our mind. Hallelujah. Because it is the only way that we will be able to know the good and pleasing and perfect word of God concerning our life. Hallelujah. And this is the time, hallelujah, for the renewing in every aspect of our life. Amen. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will help us. Instead of us, you know, thinking about the past. So that we will be able to nourish our mind with the things of God. Hallelujah. And so, from our passage today, we will be looking at two things that make it necessary for us to renew our mind. Number one, the mind determines the spiritual position of an individual. And as we read from Romans chapter 12, Verse 2, 
So let the word, so let's look at the word transform. It means to be or become changed in form. This means there are two positions. One state of mind of the person, the one is the old one, and the second is the new mind. So since the mind is the aspect of a person that the transformation takes place, it means that whether you are the same or a new person is determined by your mind. That's why it's only takes the special intervention of the Holy Spirit to change the person who is living a sinful life because it comes with willingness for you to change. I heard people say, pray for me so that I can change from the weight of life. But I will ask you a question. Are you willing to change? So if you are willing to change, to, to pick on the new life that Christ has given us, I can assure you that you are living, you are going to live a new life that Christ has given us. Amen? So until that is only takes the intervention of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So the spiritual position is the position to stand in the council. Remember, we talked about two things that are necessary for us to, to renew our mind. And the second one is the spiritual position. To stand in the council of God or the council of the devil depends on the mind. That is why when the mind is carnal, you behave carnally. Carnal means somebody who don't know Christ. You behave carnally because whatever thing that dominates the mind is what you do naturally. So in fact, what makes you a Christian is your heart. Amen? It's your heart. It's your heart. As we are sitting here today, right now, we don't know what is running through our mind, through our thoughts. But only God knows. That's why the Bible describes the, the heart of the man. It's desperately wicked and nobody understands it's only God. But the Lord is commanding us that you and I would need to have a new mind, the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. So, we do need to transform the old minds because it's only lead to disruption. And a new mind it leads by looking up into the things which are in Christ Jesus. And that is our prayer this morning, that the Holy Spirit will help us to live in the renewal of our mind. The renewed mind knows and accepts or approves what God's will is, as we read from the scripture. The mind that is cannot perceive or see the word of God as a burden and foolishness. 
That's why some people even said, uh, see giving in the church as a burden. You know, the things of God do not excite them. And if you are feeling that way or if you are in that direction, then you need to repent and have a renewal of mind. Hallelujah. This is where God wants us to be. Amen. So we see that in the Bible with King David. Like I said, a kind of mind, you know, he or she does not have any remorse. He or she does not know the like and dislike of God. And so if we see in a case of David, we are not saying uh, we will not fall or slumber, things will happen on the way. But if you have a renewal of mind, you will have that remarks. You will realize any time when you go against the word of God, you will realize that, oh, I've gone wrong and come back. And so we see that in the case of David in the scripture many times. When David goes against God, the Bible says his heart will be broken and he will come before God and ask for forgiveness. That is a renewed mind. But a mind, a kind of mind, will not know. He will just feel, he or she will just feel that everything is normal. And may the God help us. That's why the Bible says we need to have a renewal of mind. And the Holy Spirit is helping us today. Hallelujah. So church, to conclude, I would like to conclude with this story. It's about a story of a retired military man. When I was coming out, I used to like the military. You know, see them dress up in an attire. I rather used to admire them. But they are doing the war in my country, the way military were treated, killed, even their family member. I said, no, no, this is not for me. But thank God, I'm in the army of the law. And we all are in the army of the law. Amen? And so, as I continue with this story to conclude, after this military band observed, he have decided to retire from the military and live a new life. So he turned over uh, the government property, the uniform, their guns, and he decided to live a new life. He went, or uh, he was working at a restaurant as a waiter. And so, while on his duties serving, and when he heard the military marching band sign, he began to march and behave like a military man. And as he heard the sign, he began to portray, you know, as a military man. And then so, why a customer was there waiting for him, you know, for them to be served? And so, after a while, the manager had to come and say, look, what are you doing? You're supposed to be serving. What are you doing? You're marching as a military man. So he said, oh, boss, I'm sorry. I thought I am still in the military. So, what can we learn from that? Anytime, you know, we are doing the work of God or actively engaged in the things of God, our whole life 
can always interrupt. And when that happens, there will be a pause in our walk with God. That's why the Bible is admonishing us for us to always be in the renewal of our mind so that we will not be interrupted by our old life. And that will cause us a whole lot. Can you imagine people are starving, you know, waiting for you, and you are there doing something else? You see, that's, that's as always being a case, you know, in our life, where our old life sometimes interrupts with our life as a Christian. So the Bible is demolishing us today for us to continue in the renewing of our mind. Hallelujah. And so we want to pray. If you are here and you want to actively be involved in the things of God, because that's the only way. But there are things that we are struggling with. Maybe sometime or some lifestyle which cannot fully give us the ability to discharge that which God wants us to do. I want to let you know that the Lord is faithful to forgive us. He's faithful to deliver us. And he and he's more faithful to deliver us so that we will that we will come back to the right position in which he has placed us to go. And also those who have not accepted our Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, we also want to give you the opportunity to accept. Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and a King of your life. Hallelujah. We just talk about people who are already in the church, spirit-filled, and yet still have some issues to struggle with. Then what's more about you who have not heard about the gospel, who have, you know, who have not accepted Jesus Christ, who has far away from God, so that's rather going to be a disaster. But God, again, he's faithful. His doors is, is always open to receive you. So wherever you are, if you're online, in a congregation, we want to give you that opportunity so that you would accept our Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says in 1 John 1 verse 9 that if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So no matter how bad your life it is, our Lord Jesus Christ is willing to accept you as who you are. So we want to give you the opportunity. He's faithful to forgive you. He's not a man who will say today and another day he's saying another thing. 
He said in his word, he is faithful to forgive you. So as you come forth, our Lord is faithful. And as I said, he's also faithful to deliver you. So whatever thing that is holding you back, you know, from the Lord that is driving you far away from the Lord, we want to say that the Lord is faithful to deliver you from that thing. It could be an addiction. It could be whatever thing. God is faithful. As you open your heart to him today, he's faithful to receive you. He's faithful to deliver you. Hallelujah. So if you are here, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Or online listening, we want to give you the opportunity to confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today. And this prayer says that I believe that Jesus Christ died for me. On a cross and to save me from my sin. To receive me as his son. And if you pray that prayer with all your heart, it may sound simple. But if you pray with all your heart by faith, you are a family of God. And God is waiting to give you the life, a victorious life over sicknesses, over diseases, over sin through our Lord Jesus Christ. So if you pray that prayer, we want to say congratulations to the family of God. Amen. Let us bow. And so Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your grace, we thank you for your word. Lord, we know that your word never comes and return void, but it comes to accomplish the purpose for which it has been sent. Lord, you are spoken, and I know your people have heard you. Lord, thank you for touching the heart of your people. And Lord, whatever thing that is from our old way of life that is causing interruption, setback, to not afford it, discharge our duty, our responsibility towards you, Lord. We come against it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. That you, Lord, will take preeminent over our life, Lord. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a renewal of mind. And we pray that, Lord, we will live in the renewal of mind so that we will not be uh, interrupted or tempted by our old way of life. We pray for the grace, Lord. We thank you for those who have given their life unto you, Lord, to be their king and their ruler of their life, Lord. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for us touching them. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And let the church say amen. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. 
or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well and give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. That's Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. Give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world on the ground in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.